It's May 30th and time for Social Insects. In the same fortnight that Manchester City won the Premier League and we sent 300 drones up in the sky to celebrate, there was lots happening in the world of social too. As always, we'll be sharing the six biggest stories today, including Instagram's redesign, YouTube's upcoming ads cap and Messenger's new recurring notifications. And if this episode helps you in any way, then please help us by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Without further ado, let's get started. Tom Hanks is so sweaty in Top Gun, get a shower, you smelly little dwarf. That I take personally. First up today, Twitter has reported an update that lets you highlight notable replies. Twitter's experimenting with a new label for tweets that publicly shows when the author has liked a reply, effectively using the reply feature as a way for people to show their endorsement. It also incentivizes more engagement by providing users with a chance to win that endorsement if they reply. The label shows up within the tweet directly above its content as a liked by author badge, similar to the liked by creator badge on TikTok. According to reports, it's been spotted by several users worldwide on Twitter's Android app. Twitter confirmed it is testing the badge, but it hasn't revealed further details. This update adds an extra layer of public recognition for notable replies, whether it be a funny response or a helpful answer to your question you've put out. It essentially gives exclusivity to your Twitter engagement. And vice versa, other brands can engage with you in this way if you spent the time to think of a witty response to their tweet. It also saves time when highlighting several replies on a tweet with high engagement. If you want feedback for future products, like a handful of your favourite responses, making it publicly visible that you're considering these suggestions without sending individual replies. Next up, there are more detail about WhatsApp's premium paid for tier. We've been watching WhatsApp's plans develop for its optional subscription service that is due to arrive for WhatsApp for business users, and there are a few new updates to share. The first thing we know, it now has a name, WhatsApp Premium. Now, it's still under development, but this paid-for tier will offer business accounts on Android, iOS, and desktop additional features for a small subscription fee. Business users who subscribe to WhatsApp Premium can link up to 10 devices, which you can name for ease of use. You can also customize the back end of your WhatsApp chat URL link every 90 days. So that's the wa.me slash business name. Custom links won't hide your business contact number and they're unique, so they'll always open a specific business chat. Yeah, standard users can still link up to four devices when using WhatsApp, but if you subscribe to WhatsApp Premium, you can link up to 10 devices, which is ideal for your customer service team. As we mentioned on our pod last week with Kat from Sprout Social, we expect WhatsApp to play a huge role in customer service in the near future. The URL customization might not seem like a massive thing, but it'll definitely help with memorability for customers and also adds professionality to your WhatsApp profile. Now, you'll soon be able to cap your YouTube ads frequency. If you're as sick as repetitive YouTube ads as I am, then this is the update for you. Not just a blessing for viewers, but also for advertisers. This year's YouTube Brandcast presentation saw the platform announce a new ad solution. It lets advertisers using Google Ads set weekly limits on how often their connected TV or CTV spots appear to viewers. Google says it recently tested a campaign capped at three impressions per week for the launch of a new show in partnership with Discovery+. Plus. The results showed a twofold lift in awareness compared to Discovery Plus's historical best non-frequency optimized campaign. It may seem counterintuitive, but it's sometimes a case of less is more with ads as they can hold more staying power when served less often. 
A weekly limit on ad frequency means your ads won't be repetitive to viewers, especially for full-screen immersive YouTube TV ads. They'll also be more likely to view your brand positively if their ad experience isn't as disruptive. We've all ended up unfollowing a brand that's peppered us with adverts for the past month. But it's also cost-effective. According to YouTube, advertisers can expect a 5% reach per dollar increase on average when using this solution across YouTube and other CTV apps rather than separately. So have a look at your ad sets and ensure you're making the most cost-effective decisions when it comes to ad frequency. They're constantly working at the app and constantly adapting and changing. And change most of the time is good. Moving on to Instagram, whose new stories layout will hide some of your content. That's right. Instagram is reportedly testing a new layout for stories that only shows viewers the first three slides. If viewers want to see other stories you've posted, they'll have to click a show all button to expand it and view the full set. Now, if your followers don't choose to show all, Instagram will automatically roll over to the next account's first three stories. Instagram's not, however, capping the number of stories that you can post. That still stands at 100. But the platform does want to encourage people to see stories from more people in one session. This feature is only in testing, and there's no indication yet that it will roll out fully. But the platform has also rolled out its redesign, which I'm sure hasn't escaped anyone's notice. We reported this a few months ago when it was still in testing, but it's officially in the rollout stage now and people aren't happy with the full screen vertical feed that puts video first. Yeah, brace yourself for some big changes on Instagram. Back in 2018, Dig reported that the best number of stories to post is three and it seems that Instagram now agrees four years later. Although social best practice has always dictated between five and seven to be the actual gold standard. Instagram will now be testing dwell time on the platform, which tends to increase when people consume lots of short videos rather than a handful of longer videos, as proven by TikTok's average time per session. Short and sharp rather than long and drawn out. Talking of brevity, it's no surprise that Instagram's also aligning the home feed around its most prioritised format, Reels. Now, I've been experimenting with the format for the past week and I have my own thoughts, so stick around for our roundup at the end of this episode. As mentioned earlier, full-screen immersive feeds are also what users are customised to thanks to the success of TikTok. Although, feed posts aren't yet in 916 ratio, the same as reels and stories, so all content isn't yet fully optimised for full-screen immersive experience. I expect this to happen in the next update as Instagram makes more steps to replicate the success of TikTok. Sheets! For cool cats? There's a small business on eBay for that? Smartphones, headphones, pets my brush? There's a small business for that. Over to Snapchat, who's integrated with eBay to let brands share products natively. Snapchat users can now share eBay listings with their friends using the Snapchat camera on Android and iOS. It's just one more way that the platform is cementing its place in e-commerce, and its learnings from this integration will only serve to benefit brands and retailers in the long run. To share an eBay listing to Snap, users tap the share icon while viewing any listing in the eBay app. Tapping the Snapchat icon redirects to the Snapchat camera, featuring an automated eBay sticker promoting the listing. Users then complete their Snap using native editing tools and can share it to their stories or directly with friends. Viewers can tap the sticker to access the listing on eBay. In partnering with eBay, Snapchat hopes to be the go-to destination for shopping through social, or S-commerce as it's been coined. Snapchat integration means you can share products with your community in a way that's quick, easy and free. Future updates could also include eBay product searches via the Snapchat camera, as the app has already done through a previous partnership with Amazon. It offered uh, interactivity, it offered scale, and it offered the chance for storytelling in a way which is truly unique and different than anything else the world had seen. And finally, Messenger has added a new feature to help you drive more sales. 
Yes, businesses on Facebook Messenger can now use its latest feature, recurring notifications. With this, you can send automated messages to customers who have opted in to receive them. You can customize daily, weekly, or monthly messages according to your business needs. So for example, discount codes, pre-sale alerts, or notifications to let people know that a product is back in stock. Customers can see the topic and frequency in advance, and they have to opt into this before you can send them these recurring notifications. They can also opt out at any time. The feature is currently available to all businesses on a free trial basis via Messenger platform, but you have to pay for continued use. Don't worry, you'll only send recurring notifications to customers who've consented. So you'll benefit from appealing to an already warmed audience and won't be hitting uninterested audience with messages on a regular basis. Ensure you're targeting key moments in your brand calendar. Drive sales using relevant timely messages that encourage customers to take action. If you've just gone live with your summer sale, make sure to take advantage of this update. One thing to bear in mind, don't get trigger happy. Send notifications only when necessary and make copy concise and useful. Irrelevant or pointless messages will make the experience disruptive and cause customers to unfollow your brand. Right, Eve, I've been chomping at the bit <laughs> for this chat. So let's talk about Instagram's vertical feed. Have you got it yet? No, I haven't actually, but I've been sort of stealing other people's phones to yeah. have a look and yeah, I'm not a fan. Yeah, so I've got two accounts. One's a, a branded account and one's my personal account. I've got it on my personal, not on the branded account. So <laughs> I'm the only person actually out of my mates who's got it. So I've been like sending pictures to everyone's screenshots, yeah. how it works. I hate it. I know. I saw the video you put on LinkedIn. That was like yeah. the first full view I got of it, sort of in continuous scroll. Mm -hmm. I have to say I'm absolutely dreading the day because we're, I mean, like for this podcast promo, for example, we're sort of exploring how we can put it on reels. And we were toying around with it yesterday. And like even reels is sort of set up. So in the feed, it cuts to like the 4-3 ratio, I think. Yeah. And then if you choose to add the native closed captions, those are actually cut off. Yeah, so if you've not got it, let me tell you some of my gripes at the moment. There are good bits, don't worry. So for video, yeah, you've got 916. The issue I've got is it's kind of like it adds a, a black gradient at the bottom mm -hmm. of the video and then you have to click to see any copy that's longer than like, kind of like five words yeah. and then you scroll through that copy. It's just not as nice as pressing a, a more button as you would at the minute. The videos, obviously, it's you know it's formatted for videos, so that's they are nice. They look good that's in feed. The, that's the strongest that's point, the good yeah. Bit, yeah. My problem is when it comes to stills, which yeah. if we don't forget was Instagram's initial offering, right? Yeah. It's a, it was an image platform. So if you upload a four or five, which is best practice in Instagram at the moment, your image will then have blurred borders as if it were, you know, when you upload to a story in mm -hmm. wrong format. It's like that. It blurs your uh, graphic. So you've got kind of blurred borders that you don't want around the images. And then again, you've still got that gradient. So I'm thinking even just for like photographers at the minute, you know, if they're taking a yeah, beautiful it's shot, so... it's got that gradient on the bottom. So yeah. very ugly. It reminds me of Instagram circa like 2015, mm. where when people wanted to upload a picture that they'd taken on their phone camera, but they wanted to show the whole thing and we weren't used to cropping to square yeah. yet before you could put in the long one natively. Yeah. We used to go to a third party app and put the long picture in and it would have the blurred borders on the mm -hmm. side. So everything I'm seeing now on the new Instagram update looks like pictures from 2015 when like vignette borders were still a thing. And yes, it just looks vignette, really yeah. like ugly, to be honest. In the in the feed as well, obviously it's uh, vertical, so it's almost like TikTok. You kind of you swipe once and you see the next thing, you swipe again. I have an issue with the ads. There's so many ads. I mean, mm -hmm. in feed, so many ads. So I had a look before, just as we just recorded the pod. So I've got feed, ad, ad, feed, suggested post, feed, feed, ad. 
Whereas, you know, obviously, look, I appreciate we have to have ads in that. I just feel like it's too disruptive at the minute. So, uh, look, I'm sure it's something that Instagram will change. And you know, the video offering works lovely. Hopefully the algorithm settles down once people start using it and maybe yeah. clicking. I don't want to see this ad a million times. They'll sort of get the picture. Yeah, I think, yeah, for Instagram, I'm pretty sure they'll add 916 stills in there. I'm almost confident because what I predict at the minute is what people will start doing is uploading looped stills as a reel. Yeah. So if you have, an, uh, like, an image, you would then change that to 916, um, loop it for 12 seconds. It doesn't do anything. It's just then a reel. You can stick music over the top of an image and you've got a video that's not really a video because you're playing to the algorithm. So not massive fan of like kind of platform hacking in that way when it's just for the platform, not for the actual content. Yeah. Um, but Shouldn't I predict that's what we'll see. And look, if Instagram don't update the app to have 916 stills, I'm probably going to do it myself. So yeah. I'm not going to be hypocritical, but let's see what happens. Um, plenty to go on there, and I'll be interested to see why the feedback once everyone starts getting it, because that's when I think the changes will come in. Mm. And uh, speaking of, you know, repetitive ads, let's mm. talk a bit about YouTube's new ads frequency cap, which I think is long overdue, even though, you know, as we sort of said earlier, this is just for the connected TV ads. Um, so it's not something you'll see or have an option to do in uh, the desktop site or the mobile app, I don't think, either yet. But if all goes well with it on connected TV devices, hopefully they'll sort of transfer that across and roll it out further. But what this is, is basically uh, an end to seeing the same ads, you know, multiple times in a YouTube session or seeing it once in your pre-roll and then again in your mid-roll. Mm. For me, it's been HelloFresh. I'm sorry, HelloFresh. I love the product. I love the service. I do not love the repetitive ads. It's just too much. I also think YouTube needs to take its own advice uh, with its shorts ads here. Because mm. I was saying uh, earlier, wasn't I, that weekend song is getting way too repetitive i've heard it so many times how's that go take my breath <laughs> that's all you get <laughs> we um yeah i mean you're absolutely right i think it's it's when you go down that rabbit hole we've all been there on youtube you know like the other day i was watching you know people that go into like abandoned houses and stuff oh, like yeah. that I can imagine if you're doing, obviously you're watching the same video over and over again, you're also going to get hit with the exact same advert exactly, because you're yeah. you're interested in that topic. Obviously, they've put their ad sets on, fantastic. But you don't want to be hitting the same audience over and over and over again. Like, yeah. have you converted to HelloFresh yet? So I was I was a customer because they bombarded me for so long. I was like, oh, do you know what? Go on then. Also, has worked. Um, yeah, but but then but then they kept advertising to me. Maybe there's something in this. When I was a customer, mm. I was using it for about two months, and I'm still seeing the adverts. And I was mm. like, I get it. I've already done what you're asking. Leave me alone now, please. Yeah. The torture never ended. Um, and I have cancelled my subscription now, but I don't know if it was because of that entirely. Well, it's kind of like what we said in the uh, in the roundup there. You know, you can turn people off yeah. on your brand if you go too much and yeah. I think yeah less is more when it comes to ads yeah. it depends on what we're talking about but with this update I think less will be more um, and also for brands you know it's more it's proven to be more cost effective in the testing so far like I say 5% reach per dollar on average so it's a good saving and um, yeah win win yeah wins wins all round <laughs> <laughs>